Hi, I'm Lynn, narcissistic abuse recovery coach, author, and personal survivor of narcissistic abuse. At Moving Forward with Hope, we provide guidance to assist to validate your experiences in dealing with a narcissist, help to rebuild after the treacherous path, and move forward into your next journey. Validate, rebuild, revolutionize. I've been personally exposed to narcissists in my family upbringing as well as relationally. The fog was lifted for me in 2016 and since that time have made it a mission of mine to help others recover from the devastating and confusing life hurdles that occur. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome back to the show. This is Lynn, your host, and today we're going to be talking about solitude. But it's not just solitude. It's a time for deep reflection, deep introspection, and a time to get away and to hear your soul speak. I think it's essential for those who have been in a trauma type situation, those who have been through a narcissistic relationship, and even those who are just wanting to hear your soul speak have time away to regroup, refocus, and concentrate and think about things going forward. I think it's underrated in society and it's not even talked about or focused upon as a healing modality. So today, that's why I want to talk about it. But not only that, so I had a recent encounter with solitude in My words at this point are, is that it's underrated, but let's get into it. Let's talk about it and let's go there. So society, as you're probably aware, has conditioned us to believe that we must run in the rat race, that we must never rest, that we must keep being productive. After all, our self-worth is tied to how much we produce for other people, right? So dare take time for ourselves to recoup, to go in deep, to have a time of solitude, to reflect and have personal growth. That's contrary to everything we've been ever taught. It might just do something to cause us to change who we are, what we wish to do with our life. It's a powerful healing modality that I can't state enough that it's so underrated. So what I'd like you to think about or be open to, is the concept of finding solitude, a place of deep concentration where the silence is completely silent for hours, a place where you can be undistracted for a prolonged period of time. And in today's society, it's essential. This is a personal journey, not because others say you should do it or because they found value in it, It's because sometimes we need to literally get away from everything. Find a place that can be isolated but safe. A place where we can unwind, completely relax, regroup, and have a time to concentrate, go in deep, see the stars, and embrace the serenity and peace from the environment. It's especially important to do this if you've been in a narcissistic relationship because things in your mind may be going haywire, right? You're dealing with gaslighting. You're dealing with psychological manipulation. Sometimes you need to level set and know where the ground is so you know where to go and move forward. 
But let's dive in a little bit further. Let's talk about some of the possibilities of solitude. It might just change you. It might just open you up to new things. It might be a time for deep soul leveling encouragement, which cannot be provided to you from another source. Your self-sufficiency may boost to another level. You may have a vision. You might have a dream. You may wish to change something in your life by your own doing, not because of a blog or an article or podcast that you listen to. It's a time for your soul to speak. Maybe because it's been crying out to you for a while. And now you've allowed it to speak and share what you need so you can gain insight and clarity. Now, when I mention solitude, I'm not talking about driving to work with the music off or no headphones on at work or even shutting the TV off for an hour. Pure, unadulterated solitude is hard to have when you live in a big city as there's always underlying noise, whether it be from cars, trucks, or just society functioning as a whole. If you live in the city, this might mean you might need to get away for some time to experience this pure solitude. It's a place where even the birds may not be chirping for a time. It's pure quiet. It's a place where your shoulders can drop from the weight of this world. You breathe in pure oxygen and you let it out slowly. And a place where there are no requirements but to just be you. No agenda, no rules. It's a place where you can go in deep if you wish and hear your soul talk. A lot of us have been conditioned to believe that solitude is bad or wrong or that we shouldn't have it or we shouldn't make time for it or that we don't even need it. That going on in life the way we are, we're just, we're just fine. Or we tell ourselves that we just cannot go there. We're afraid somehow for some reason that we can't quite pinpoint. We don't want to have silence. So we put it off. And we may choose to busy ourselves. So we don't have to have time to be alone, to think, and to have solitude and have a time of deep reflection, personal growth, a time of concentration, to listen and just be. So why are we afraid of silence? What are we afraid of? What is it that we are afraid we will find? What will we hear? What will we see? Are we afraid we might obtain a new perspective on life, that we might have a mind shift, that it may actually take root? Are we afraid that we may have to make bigger changes in the future down the road? Do you believe there's benefit in solitude? Do you believe that we should make time for it? Why do you think society is so against the idea of having silence and solitude for a time to regroup and think? This all stems because I recently had an experience with deep solitude, deep focus, deep concentration that nothing prior has come even close to experiencing it. It was a rather unplanned yet somewhat planned event. But what's important is that I allowed myself to go there. I wasn't afraid. I looked forward to it. It had been missing from my personal journey of healing for some time. And it was an event 
that I'm even now having a hard time describing at this point, other than indescribable, and how underrated solitude is for us. You see, no guru (laughs) will necessarily recommend solitude because it's probably not a money-making adventure, right? Go off. Go be alone. There's no money in it, so you're not going to hear about it as often as we should. But I want to encourage you to make time, make plans, and experience it as often as you can. One thing that goes with the experience of solitude is the ability to deeply relax. Pressures of the world disappear. We're not stuck in performance, and we can take time to rejuvenate. But what's on the other side? That's the question. What am I going to find? What am I going to discover? What is going to occur? And that really is the biggest question. And of course, I do not have the answer for you. This is your personal journey. And it's unknown until it's known. And this may be what is keeping us from exploring and experiencing this true solitude. But only you will come to know that answer. And so the question I have for you is, are you willing to go there? One takeaway you might gain from having a moment, a time, a period of solitude is that you might gain clarity. You may be at a particular point in your life where you're at a roadblock and you see maybe multiple avenues ahead of you, but you're unsure which path to take. A time of solitude where you could obtain clear focus on your goals, obtain a life vision perhaps, maybe needed. But I wouldn't go into it looking to have a life vision, right? Because you go in to just be and have that time and see what comes up. But you might be able to reach some clarity or at least see your path in front of you become less foggy. I think we all need to have this time away to focus, to recharge, a time to collect our thoughts, to shift and allow our mindset to possibly change and have time to sharpen our focus. On a related note, once you experience this solitude, it kind of goes down the path, or for me, it did, of taking a sabbatical. Now, I'm currently on a sabbatical now. And I'll share more about this in the future. But in short, highly recommended. There are many things in this life that I still want to learn, right? And by taking a planned sabbatical, I can plan to have time to do the things that I want to do. And I'll talk about that, like I said, in another episode. I think too, on solitude, when people think of solitude, for some reason, I think people picture a gray or an overcast or gloomy skies. And it's all about sadness and a time of reflecting. But solitude can be anything you want it to be. It's a place where you feel comfortable and a place where you can recenter and accomplish what you need to do for the time. Joy can absolutely be found in solitude along with peace. And what's uncanny is that this joy is not happiness. It's not bouncing off the wall social thrill. It's an inner joy. It comes from the gut. It comes from a place of peace and it goes up through your spine and it forces a peaceful smile on your face. It's a place of authenticity. It's a place of comfort. It's a place of vulnerability. Vulnerability. 
This journey is for you. Yes. What will you find? What is there for you? What will you discover? What will you learn about yourself? Another thing I want to touch on is the shame society says in being alone. And also, not everyone will be there for you to take a solitude journey, right? They will find alternate things for you to do. They may guilt you into going and spending time away for yourself. They may try to shame you out of it. Not everyone you know, believe it or not, yes, and I know if you're a listener of my audience, not everyone in your life is an advocate for you and what you need, right? We have been through many takers in our life, right? This is why it's so important to set time aside for you. The takers are just jealous. This time of solitude is for you, and it's only for you. It's a time to be treasured. It's a time to be protected and guarded by you. And I wish you the best on your journey, and I want you to experience all that you have and all that is waiting there for you when your soul speaks. And lastly, I want to talk about when you come out of a period of solitude. So when you come out of this potentially peaceful time, a time of serenity, time of solitude, the world may start to look different to you. You've just had an experience. Things that mattered before may no longer carry the same weight to you. You might need some time to process the events, schedule time, or write down your thoughts as they are fresh to you because this world has its fair share of distractions to take away what you work to achieve in your time of solitude. Now, while solitude has been underrated by our society, in my opinion, may we one day be able to showcase the benefits of such an adventure so others can see the value of it and choose if they wish to take this journey too. So do you think you need time away to think and just be? What are some things that you hope to gain by creating time for solitude or even a sabbatical from everyday life? I'd love to hear from you. Drop a comment. If you're watching on YouTube, join us on our social media platforms. And this is Lynn signing off for now, and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I invite you to also visit our website at movingforwardafterabuse.com. Subscribe to our Wake the Elephant YouTube channel. Sign up to our email list and take advantage of the resources we have on our site to assist you in recovering from a relationship with a narcissist, grew up in a dysfunctional narcissistic home, and or want to learn more to propel your healing journey to the next level. Drop us a review if you have enjoyed this episode on whichever platform you listen to. Consider supporting our podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Take care for now. This is Lynn signing off.